I am my brother's keeper. And when you say the name Jacob Blake, make sure you say father, make sure you say cousin, mm -hmm. make sure you say son, make sure you say uncle, but most importantly, make sure you say human. Human life. Let it marinate in your mouth, in your minds. A human life. Just like every single one of y'all and everywhere around the world. We're human. And his life matters. So many people have reached out to me telling me they're sorry that this happened to my family. Well, don't be sorry because this has been happening to my family for a long time. Longer than I can account for. It happened to Emmett Till. Mm. Emmett Till is my family. Mm. Philando, Mike Brown, mm. Sandra. This has been happening to my family. And I've shared tears for every single one of these people that it's happened to. Mm. This is nothing new. I'm not sad. I'm not sorry. I'm angry. Mm. And I'm tired. Mm. I haven't cried one time. I stopped crying years ago. Mm. I am numb. Mm. I have been watching police murder people that look like me for years. Mm. I'm also a black history minor. Mm. So not only have I been watching it in the 30 years that I've been on this planet, but I've been watching it for years before we were even alive. I'm not sad. I don't want your pity. I want change. Now, that was the words of Jacob Blake's sister. Um, I believe her name is Latitra. Jacob Blake uh, was the young man who was shot multiple times by police in Wisconsin. I think the city is called Kenosha, Um which now we are learning he has been paralyzed. This video has been circulating of the police shooting him. And I have really have to agree. I'm, I'm, I don't even know if I'm sad anymore because like I watched it and I was just like, that's what they do. Like I didn't even feel pain anymore. I think that I am numb, and this is, I believe, the first uh, video that we have seen since George Floyd, and um, I, I don't know if I've ever said this on here, but I've never watched that video, and I came across the Jacob Blake video accidentally, and I did not know that he was going to be shot on the film. If you haven't seen it yet, and all of this stuff is triggering to you, do not watch. Please don't watch it. If you have seen it, I'm sorry. Because it's just too much. So maybe I I don't I maybe I'm not numb, but I don't know how to express my pain anymore. If you've been rocking with this podcast, you know that I address all the people who have been murdered. The good thing I guess is that Jacob was not murdered. He has, however, been paralyzed. And um, 
even though I'm saying I don't know how to feel, my heart definitely goes out to him and his family. And um, I don't even want to know what the excuses are going to be this time about whatever the justifications for a shooting. Because at this point, I just don't have any hope that anything other than this being ruled justified. If it's not, I will be completely shocked. I'm never shocked when it's not. I will be completely shocked if it is. So this getting heavy and I don't have the weight to carry it. So just keep that family in your thoughts and your prayers however you wish to respect this family. Well, look at this. You're here and I'm pleased because I really dig your company. Hey guys, it's me, Danny, and you're listening to the Just Saying Podcast. I went on the internet (laughs) and there was a post on the gram that told me that next Monday, August 31st at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is about to be epic. When I tell you it's about to be epic, like, okay, it's the verses with Brandy and Monica. You need to give it up. Had about enough. This is all you need. Okay, so because y'all know, I y'all, maybe y'all don't know, but I grew up when these two were coming out and I just I, I I watched you know I just listened I watched I was there for all the videos the songs I knew everything you know and so when the verses came out the, this was one of those ones where everybody was like oh they gotta get Brandy and Monica they gotta get Brandy and Monica but everybody was like they not gonna do it because they don't never get along there was like a point I think a couple years ago when the two of them tried to get along and it was either like a, a concert they were supposed to do or a song they were supposed to do I think they did do a song not too long ago together like another song or something there was something that they were doing I don't know I ain't looking it up but like they were going to do something and that turned sour as well and so like they weren't getting along when they were teenagers was carried into their 20s they in they at least late 30s now I don't even know how old they are but they've been you know they're, they've been out here for a minute. I want to say that they late 30s, early 40s, if they ain't in their 40s, because I, I, you know what? I don't even know why I'm asking y'all. Like, I'm guessing like the Googles ain't here for me when they are, and I know how to use them. So we just going to go ahead on and find out how old is Monica? Uh, they tried to get child. They really tried to play me. She thirty nine. Then Brandy is forty one, and that's all I'm saying. Like they've been rocking for years. Uh, now, 
I personally want Brandy to win only because, not no only because, because I know more of her music. It's not a only because. I, I believe that I know more Brandy songs than I know Monica songs. I don't, I can't tell you that I've had more than one Monica album, and that's the one when she was uh, leaning over in that little brown pantsuit. But other than that, I don't think I've ever had a Monica album. I have had more than one Brandy album. And if she bring out anybody from the I Want to Be Down remix, it's over. I don't know what to tell y'all. Now, of course, y'all know I'm going to come back and I'm going to talk about this next week because it's going to be done played on Monday and I'm going I'm gonna throw it in there y'all y'all ain't gotta worry about it it's we're gonna talk about it hopefully there's a lesson in there somewhere and that just could be the topic but we'll see what happened because I don't know I'm excited y'all can't tell I'm gonna be right in, in that tv they better go for the two hour they better give them 25 songs I'm sure they could go a good 20 songs 25 20 songs i'm saying like i think they could go a good 15 songs each so that give us 30 if they started on time whoo child i'm just excited to see it i i this this is one of the ones that i really am looking forward to i am looking forward to this one just like i was looking forward to jill and erica see when they bring the ladies out then you know we us ladies because that's what we need and a little bit of throwback 90s r&b because you know erica and jill give you like a sensual thing that's just like yeah but um Brandy and Monica, of course, Monica give you a little bit of attitude, and Brandy give you a little bit of sultry sweetness, and I'm like, I'm here for it, I need it, y'all know these concerts do something for me, they do lift me up, so I cannot wait, I cannot wait, like, y'all gotta be for real, like, if y'all wanna see somebody other than Brandy or Monica, let, who who y'all think gonna win? I really don't want this to be a win. Now that I'm thinking about it, I just want this one to be a celebration like the other two ladies. Like, we don't got to worry about no win. I just can't wait for the playlist to come out. Because when the playlist come out, boy, I, that rad to work after this thing go off, I ain't going to. Nobody better not call me. Nobody better not call me while it's playing live. And then the next day when I'm listening to the playlist in my car. Like, neither one of them. Don't call me, because I'm not available. Sorry, decline. Won't be answering that. I don't know what to tell you. I'm going to hurry up and hit the red, because the red button, because I need to hurry up and get back to my song. That's all I know. I'm going to go ahead on and post this on the social media, so y'all can tell me who you think you want to win, or if you want celebration. I know y'all probably um, ready for me to talk about this, uh, Sweetie Pie's situation where the the um the lady who owns Sweetie Pie's her son um allegedly is uh arrested or accused. I don't even know if he got arrested, but the story say that he was a part of a murder for hire to to have his nephew murdered. 
I don't even know what's going on here. Like I, I'm, I'm so confused. I read, the, I read, tried to read the story, and I still didn't know what was going on. Um, so I can't even give you much of the. Um, I can't even uh, give you much of the situation or the information about what's going on. I don't have many ties to the whole situation. I think that the 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 grandson that it was, I think he was the one on the show at one point who had come to live with his grandma to try to get his life together. I think he was trying to get his GED or something like that. That show had, wasn't on so long ago that I really don't remember too much about it. However, I will say that if this is true, this is out of control. Um, apparently, what I read about it, it seems like another family member was involved in this situation with him, and they conspired to have this young man murdered. Uh, it looks like they're trying to say that he had a murder for his um, for some insurance money because they're saying that the guy had a... Um, insurance, a life insurance policy taken out on him right before, um, what is it called? Right before the boy died. And so I'm just trying to figure out, um, you know, what the situation is. They said there's like a stripper involved and, um, like a young, a young lady who, who was involved in it. She came from, another city to to meet Tim, who was the son of the the woman from Sweetie Pies, and, um, you know, just, they decided to murder him, I remember that he did die at some point on a show that, you know, that was part of the storyline that he was murdered, and that, you know, she was devastated by it, and all of those things, but I don't know, y'all, I don't know what's going on here, I don't, there, for me, I don't even know what the lesson would be in this. Is like, don't pay people to murder your family members. Like, I don't understand. But, like, for me, I don't even have no more of this. I don't want this to be a, for me, this isn't a salacious, like, oh, guess what, y'all? So, so, no, this is very sad if this is true because this is family. And if this, you know, if this is true, um, this puts this whole family in a terrible situation. And so, you know, because if if your own uncle could pay to have you murdered, not that it can't happen, but, you know, because we've seen these people on TV, it just seems like such a different thing. So that's all I got on it. I I don't even have a lot on it. Just, you know, read the story. And I guess we're going to follow up to see what's happening here because this is a tragedy. If it's true, because this is all allegedly. I'm just talking about what I read on the internet, y'all. This one right here, y'all. Okay, so the internet, they they get all the stuff. So you guys know Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill from Miseducation of Lauren Hill. Um, from the Fugees. We all love her care about her there have been all this conversation about her always being late or not showing up to performances or whatever but this here get a little bit more serious okay Lauren Hill used to be with Rowan Marley um from the Bob Marley legacy 
and they have five children together. One of those children is a young lady named um, Sayla. Uh, she's 21 years old right now, and there was a video, I guess she did it on IG. I'm not really sure. I want to say she did it on IG, but there was a video of her talking about, you know, her life and everything, but, but one of the things that she talked about was this you know relationship with her her dad that she said that he was really like an absentee father that he was they don't have a good relationship did they not really you know that close and all of that I guess because of how he treated her or didn't treat her because he wasn't around as much that she would have liked um you know as a child but she also spoke about the fact that she used to get beat by Lauren Hill um I don't know if she used the word beat. So let me just let me just check right quick because I think it was really more about whoopings. Now they said this was like a um two oh it was. It was Instagram. It was a two hour long video that is now deleted. I think that she I don't think she kept it up, okay? And it was really just her talking about her own life and everything like that. But let me just see if she was okay. So they are calling it a complicated parenting skills that her mother had. What I was hearing, I did not see the video. So I'm going off of what the internet is saying, okay? And what what the internet is saying is that she was talking about, you know, her mom just would whoop them and it was traumatizing to her, the the whoopings that they got and the way that she treated them and and all of these things. Okay, so let me tell you that I don't have the full video because like I said, it was deleted. But but there then were a lot of IG tweets, um, tweets, IG posts from Lauren Hill, who responded to what her daughter was saying. And so that we do have. And what she was saying was that her daughter does have the right to express herself. But she also was saying that um, she felt like she disciplined her children because they're Black children and Black children are held to different standards. But she also said that... um, the discipline was seen through the lens of a young child who also had no place to reconcile me as a mom and me as a larger than life public figure. It took me a while to realize that my children and probably everyone else who knew me saw me in this duality. Sayla is one of the five children that, oh, I'm sorry, that's not what she wrote. That's just what it says. She also continued to say to me, and I am just me, If I am guilty of anything, it is in disciplining and anger, not in the disciplining. The toxic venom I ingested for standing on principle and confronting systematic racists far before it was the thing to say or do. Um, The people who called me crazy and have yet to apologize and say, oh, yeah, we were wrong. Of course, that seeped into my home. Lauren Hill also says that her daughter is on the road to healing and contextualizing her childhood and is allowed to process what she experienced. So what what this says is a lot of things. One is that as a parent, they're 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 okay, so anybody who is a parent and anybody who Okay, so anybody who is a parent knows this. Anybody who wants to be a parent, you should know this. It don't matter how many books you read, they those books cannot uh, 
speak to the dynamics of the the home, the situation, and the personalities of the children and adults in your house. And so what you get from books are recommendations, but these are never things that are definitively um, going to work for your house. You don't know what kind of a... Um, what kind of cognitive abilities your child, your children will have. You don't know what kind of traumatic experiences will affect how you think you want to raise your children. Am I justifying Lauren Hill beating her children? No. Do I think that this child... Um, and you're like, these kids are looking at me, and I'm like, man... Because as a parent, you don't get a day to think about it. There's so many things you don't get a day to think about. You don't just be like, let me just go in my room and sleep. Like some things you got to make quick judgment on and it ain't right. You know, <laughs> it just ain't right. Like we like parents. And, and and I don't know, I think I spoke about this in an episode or two ago or something. And I was just talking about how, you know, I've been talking to some people and when they talk to me about you know their experience of their parents and things when you think about how old your parents were for real when they didn't do the thing that you wanted them to do when you think back to your own life at that age you you then start to understand like oh maybe that's why they didn't make such great choices like they was 24 when I was 24 I was out here in these streets trying to you know and so I don't remember was throwing the May 24. But like understand that because I know my children could say today that there were things that they wish that I had done and things they wish I had not done, right? But um understand that when my oldest child was 10, I was 37. Okay. So anything before that, I did not know what I was doing. What you talk? I mean, I'm not 37. I'm so sorry. I was 27 years old when my oldest child was 10. 27. That means I had a 10-year-old. I had a 9-year-old. I had a 8-year-old. No, I had a 7-year-old. I had a 6-year-old. And I had a 4-year-old at 27, okay? That child that coming to me at 10 when I was 27, I was trying to hang out with my friends. You telling me that you need some, I don't know, I don't even, but okay, but like, I'm trying to have fun, you know, and I was 25, and I know when I was 25, my daughter was, what, eight, and I'm out here just trying to do the best that I could do to try to have fun with my friends. I'm trying to figure out how, who's going to watch these kids so I can go to the club on the weekend, you know? And these people talking about, you know, they want to go to somebody's sleepover, or somebody's birthday party, or somebody, something. All of us that were in the circle that I had, we was not good. Let me tell y'all something, and this is for real. When I was, oh, I don't even know how old I was, but... One of my my children turned five, might have been six, still in my 20s, early 20s, okay? Um, The the third child was five, and um, I think I had him when I was 19, 20 years old. So I was about 25, okay, mid-20s. 
me and my friends, we all had had babies around the same time. All our kids were like around the same age. So one of my friends also had a, a child whose birthday was like the day before or two days before or something like that. Their birthdays were very close. So we decided that we was going to have a party together. When I tell you that we were not the best at trying to plan no daggone party for no kids, we was trying to have our own party. I pulled up to these people's house. And they were having a party. It was like a double party. Like it was adults party. And then it was just like some hot dogs. Like, I, like don't, I, I'm sorry. If y'all want to judge me, go ahead on. I would have threw a better party today. But back then, I didn't, I, I, there was like, I was one who was like, can we just turn down, like, you know, can we turn down the music a little bit? But I still went along with a lot of what was happening because, that's the circle that I was in at the time. And we didn't know what we was doing. We was all out here winking it. Well, I, I didn't have parents who, um, my dad was, my dad wasn't really there. Like, you know, people wouldn't believe he was. My dad wasn't really there. And my mama, <laughs> she, wasn't, she wasn't there either. Like people would want to believe she was. So um, I, I was doing this on my own. I didn't have a mom to help me plan parties and, you know, and do things like that. I had an aunt who would like show up and be like looking at this stuff like this is, I don't even know why I came here. But like, you know, they were, it was uh, Huggies in the cooler and then it was, um, what are they called? wine coolers in the refrigerator ain't gonna lie like that's what we was doing because we was kids we wasn't making the best decisions could I have had a better party for my baby yes did I know that then no but but my son only know one thing right and so my son could be like this ghetto party I don't want to do you know like <laughs> I don't want to do this low rent budget party situation she could have do me something better I didn't know better back then I didn't know it I didn't. I, I I don't know. You know, I'm out here. The same as I feel like sometimes when we see like young mothers and we like, why she dressed like that when she come up to the school? She's still trying to catch a man. She 18, 22 years old. She's still trying to catch a man or a girlfriend. However, her life works. You know, she's still trying to catch somebody. She really ain't thinking that it's inappropriate to come up to the school with the little, you know, with your booty hanging out in front of your kids. Now, your kids are sitting there like, why well, she got to come up here with her booty, booty hanging out? But you're not thinking about that. And it's not really because you are a bad mom. It is because there are there are there is more than one part of you. You all know this, y'all. Your work person ain't the same person that go out to the to party with your friends. And that ain't the same person who go and neither one of them people is the person who go and sit down to dinner with the holidays with your grandma. Like you are all of those people though, you know? And then whoever you're trying to be creatively and whatever you're trying to let go of from your childhood all of those things create these different aspects of you and we do learn how to be different people at different times and being a parent you are that is another part of you it is not the totality of you and sometimes you do not give the best and your all to that part and 
I would assume that, you know, there are some children who are going to be like, you know, my parents gave me whoopings and that's traumatic to me. Excuse me. Like this child did, Lauren Hill's child did on the IG. And there are other parents who are going to be like, my mom never showed up for anything. I was watching Kev on stage. Um, if you are familiar with that comedian and he has a podcast, shout out to the righteous. uh, Oh, I'm sorry. It's not that anymore. It's called, um, here's the thing. And so when I was watching that video, they were talking, he was talking about how, you know, he didn't feel supported when he was younger because nobody came to his basketball games. He wanted his mom to come to his basketball games and she never came to any. He was saying, I could tell you today I was no good at basketball, but I still wanted the support of my mother. You know, um, there are other people who are just like, you know, my mom came to all the stuff. And when she came, she was loud and she was, you know, trying to hit on the coaches and stuff like that. So she was, she was there, but she wasn't there for me, you know? And so the, but but that's mostly because you don't realize a lot of the stuff is you just don't realize what you are not doing. You you know, you kind of feel like I'm going to do this. This is enough. I'm OK. Whatever. I have a friend who um, has a child who did play basketball. Great example. Right. He played basketball. She could not make it to his game because her job made her have to go out of town. So she made arrangements for somebody else to be there so that his, her, you know, so that he would feel like, you know, he was still being paid attention to. But he still felt like this is dank because you ain't going to be here. What's the difference? Like, never mind. Nobody needs to come. And since that's how he felt, he felt like she had failed him where she thought she was doing the best that she could do. So you never know, like as a parent, you, you know, you try to do one thing, but the kid's perspective of that situation can be completely different because, you know, her son felt like he wasn't, he wasn't seen, his mama wasn't there, she don't come to the games, but she felt like I have to go to work. There's just no way that I can tell my company that this trip that that has been planned I'm going to have to leave and not do it so that I could go to this game on this one day when I need to be in this city for like four or five days. And so, you know, the perception that our kids have of us and the perception that we, the the, um, actuality of who we are will just won't be the same. And that doesn't always make you a bad parent, but it does mean that we will miss the mark with our kids, especially when you have multiple kids. I think Lauren Hill and them have four or five kids. I know I have five myself. Y'all know that here. My friend, she got like four or five kids herself. And when you have multiple kids, because these are four or five different personalities, being able to address all of their needs at all of the times while you are still trying to focus on yourself and be a whole ass person yourself, you're going to miss the mark. And I hope that as parents listening to this or as potential parents listening to this, you understand that you cannot be perfect. You will not get it all right. Your children will find something that they will be able to complain about that you didn't do or you did too much of when they were children. You have to be able to be an example like Lauren Hill in saying that <clears throat> my my child has the right to express 
what their their feelings and how they felt in the time. They also have a, a right to understand now that there needs to be a healing process instead of a a um, continuation of the storytelling of what didn't happen because we can move on today. But as a parent, that only can happen if we are able to admit and say it to ourselves first and then to our children out loud, I am sorry. I did not give you enough. I was not enough. Um, I, you know, I did what I thought was best at the time. I can see that you are telling me that some of those things were not the best for you now, but I can't take that back. But I would like to have a relationship with you as two adults. And if you are willing to forgive those moments, then I am willing to, you know, step into a place where we both can learn each other as people now. And that's what I think helps you to have healthy adult relationships with your children. Because you don't want your children to just kind of like turn 18, 19, 20, and then like leave your house. And they ain't, they don't want to communicate with you anymore because of the stuff that happened to you before. So if you want to be, if you want to be a parent who is, you know, continue to be in your children's lives, you have to apologize. Well, you have to acknowledge that you were wrong. Then you have to apologize for that for that wrong and then try to move forward with that I hope that this lesson is <laughs> worse for it for you guys it works for me I I got five kids I'm apologizing all the time because they're not young adults so yes I am apologizing I feel like I'm on an apology tour now and but it's fine because I know that there was stuff I mean I was a kid there's a lot of things that I did not do correctly and I'm sorry for them and I apologize for them but we are very close now as they are adults and they are close to each other because there there don't have to be a lot of, you know, um, secrets going around about feelings and hurts and pain. So I don't know, guys, <laughs> Lauren Hill out here giving examples of, you know, what adult parenting looks like and um, her daughter out here looking like what adult child looks like. And I'm grateful that we had this opportunity to have this talk. So with that being said, you know I'm out here on the social medias. I'm on Instagram all the time. I'm on Instagram uh, at the Just Saying Podcast on there. You can also catch me at It's Me Danny, I-T-S-M-E-D-A-N-N-I, if you want to check that page out as well. And um, sometimes I hit up Twitter. I like to, I, you know, I tried to do the Twitter thing. I don't know if I'm that great at it, but the 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 website is flowing. I'm I'm re um I'm doing more of the blogs on there. And September first is when the um TV reviews will be coming out. So I'm so excited for that because I've been watching a lot of stuff and, uh, <laughs> and the rollout's gonna be great. I think I got three episodes already ready for y'all, but that is coming on the Patreon. So if you're ready for that, get ready for that. It doesn't even cost that much, you guys. Um, but that's where those things are going to be. And I'm excited for that. So have a great week and I will see you next week. Don't worry about it. We all out here. Be safe. Wear y'all masks. Wash your hands. Social distance. I know it's kind of getting hard to do, but it's about to get cold anyway. So say your hellos and then say your goodbyes. And then like, let's all keep safe because it's flu season coming up and I don't got time for none of y'all to get sick.
And if any if y'all have already been sick, I don't got time for anybody to get sick again. Okay. <laughs> but that's just me. And I'm just saying. 